welcome to the Mastering College to Career podcast where we're here to help you land your dream job. So if at any time during this episode you find any value, please make sure you take a screenshot and you share it with a friend. And don't forget, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. That will mean the world. So without further ado, enjoy this episode. So guess what, guys? I got some exciting news for you all. The book is finally done after about, you know, three to six months of working on the Mastering College to Career book. The editor has approved it, probably fixed a lot of my grammar and spelling just because that's definitely not my strength. But regardless, I am looking to create the most awesome launch team and I need your help. So if you want to be part of the launch team, if you want to learn more about this launch team, it is so important to me that literally all I want you to do is to text me. This is the best way to talk to me. Text me, 321-945-7270. If you text me and say purple cow, I will know what you mean by that. And we can talk a little bit more about what it means to be part of the launch team. And trust me, it'll be completely worth it for you to do this if you like the content of this podcast because you're going to get so much value out of this. And so can't wait to talk to you about this. Text me. See you later. Welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest for you, and we're going to dive into different student organizations, but specifically Alpha. So today, I have the pleasure to interview David Pena Jr. He is the president of Colleges and University for Alpha, and if you do not know what Alpha stands for, it is Association of Latino Professionals for America, and I'm like, guys, this is off script right here. I speak a lot across the country in different universities and different student organizations. And I've spoken in front of Alpha at the University of Central Florida. And they are by far one of the most impressive groups of professionals that I've ever met. They, they do such a great job. And so to have the pleasure to interview David, who's leading the colleges and university division of Alpha, I'm excited because this is going to be an episode full of great content. So without further ado, David, welcome to the show. Morning, and thank you for having me, and good morning to all your listeners. David, David, so before we start and we dive into um, Alpha, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and how you even ended up working at Alpha? Uh, yes, thank you. So, you know, my, my journey is uh, quite interesting and uh, quite an adventure. I come from a migrant farm worker family. So I actually received a scholarship, first generation migrant farm worker scholarship to attain St. Edwards University. So I, that's how I got into college. Um, I grew up in Texas, the generation Texan. My family is a third generation migrant farm worker. So that experience uh, has really driven how I uh, work, what jobs I look for and what impact I provide with every opportunity that I get. I've been in the insurance industry, nonprofit, I've been in association management, and it's always exciting to work with students. And so that's my passion about creating opportunities for students. And that's why I am with Alpha right now. Perfect. Love it. And I seen you, you know, based on the LinkedIn, I was doing some more research and I know we talked previously before you've had multiple different roles, whether it was with the, whether with you, I see American Heart Association, you spent some time there, um, you were president of the Greater Austin Asian Chamber of Commerce. You've been in the nonprofit space a lot. What drove you to start a career or build your career in the nonprofit space? It was, 
purely by chance. Um, at the time, I was uh, with a small group of my friends. We created a medical transport company, uh, grew that ambulance company, and sold it to some investors. And then I was looking around to see what next. And I saw an opportunity to join Vamos, which is a scholarship program down in the Rio Grande Valley as their first executive director. And that's what opened the door for working in nonprofits and association managements where I've spent the better part of 20 years now. Love it. And so tell us a little bit about Alpha. So Alpha has been around for 48 years. Uh, Alpha was started by a group of passionate CPAs, Latino CPAs out in California. And it was called the Association of Latino Professionals in Finance and Accounting. Uh, and about eight years ago, the board looked around and um, broadened its scope and changed its name with the same acronym. So we remain Alpha, but we are now the Association of Latino Professionals for America. And with that, we are open to uh, students of all majors to join us and also all professions. So we're no longer just focused on accounting and finance, but we are for Latinos we are an inclusive organization. We're not exclusive. So if there are individuals that are not Latinos that want to join us to engage with Latinos, learn about the Latino community, support the Latino community, they are welcome to join Alpha. And when did Alpha start you know, building student chapters? Um, we've probably had student chapters for geez, it's over 20 years. Um, and we've had, so, so some of our older chapters, what we call our legacy chapters, those are still very focused on accounting and finance. But a lot of our newer chapters are broad, everything from you know, STEM, marketing, uh, finance, business, uh, you know, all those. But the, the anchor chapters, our legacy chapters are still within the accounting department. So we're still a very strong accounting and finance association. And David, I wonder, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about an organization, you know, a national organization, what's the rationale of saying, hey, let's go to colleges and universities and let's build chapters? So part of, you know, it, it, it's always interesting that we hear across the country of sort of that elusive Latino pipeline that everybody wants to build, you know, sort of bringing that student from, you know, uh, middle school, high school, college, and uh, to professionals and beyond to C-suite. Um, and that's been part of Alpha's core value, sort of like bringing students from college into professionals. How do we prepare that next generation of college students? And so we're building part of that pipeline and through partnerships, we also sort of our, our own college chapters mentor high school students. And so that's part of that pipeline that we're building to create those opportunities, not just to provide a pipeline of talent to uh, corporate America, but opportunities for our own communities. How do we train the next generation of Latino leaders? And that's what we're focused on, bringing those college students, preparing them and getting them into uh, strong careers. And so I guess that's your job is to create programming or tools and resources to allow these chapters to build themselves professionally? Correct. So I, um, in my role as president for colleges and universities, I engage with our students um, creating those chapters on their campuses and uh, operationally helping them, supporting them. And then I produce eight regional symposiums where we connect these students with professionals and with career and internship opportunities. So my role is entirely focusing on creating pathways and opportunities for Latino students or students of diverse backgrounds at colleges and universities. And that's amazing. And so from your experience, right, and I know you, you, you work with students, you're creating these programs, you know, the, all these regional events. 
what's the benefit? Why should students consider joining Alpha or organizations like Alpha? So, the, you know, it's, it's interesting that when I, when I speak to students and, and it, you know, when I say students, you know, maybe freshmen and maybe sophomores and seniors, and at, at every level, it's, it's a sort of a different interest or why I encourage them to be part of Alpha. So, you know, basically I look at it and say, you know, if you're a freshman, get in the game, join an organization, be part of something while you're in college. If you're a sophomore, it's time for you to start looking at an internship. Don't wait till you're, you know, a senior. If you're a junior, look at what career you want or MBA options. That's the main thing. And that's why I got so many Latinos are left behind on the MBA track is because they start too late. And as seniors, you know, be hungry, apply, look at your opportunities. And, and those are kind of like, you know, when I speak to students on the value of alpha and saying, you know, where are you in your pathway? Are you junior, senior? And so every, you know, advisor, the reasons of why to get involved with alpha, but ultimately the two things, it's about building your network so that when you graduate beyond college, you already have a ready made network and also start building that foundation for your career. I love it. So I, I agree. I agree. It's so important. And I think there's also a difference of you joining an organization and you being one of a hundred members or you actually gaining and doing going above and beyond, whether it's you taking on leadership roles or joining a committee or, you know, being active of it, just not going to a meeting and being quiet. But in your experience, what has been the difference in results when it comes to the individuals that become leaders within the organizations and individuals that are just, in a sense, members? Oh, I mean, that's, you know, if you're active and you're engaged, you know, that means you're aware. You're, you're seeing what's out there. You're, you know, you're, you're prepared because you're also acting as a leader or you're kind of asking for that preparation through partners. And that means, you know, that those are the opportunities. If, if you're aware and you're prepared and you're in the room, you're present, then those opportunities are going to come across you because that's where those things are happening at the chapter level. We have student leaders who serve as officers and that actually opens the door for opportunities because as officers, they engage with professionals, they engage with companies, they engage with university officials. And so they hear, they get opportunities. So, you know, so if you're in the room and you're engaged, you're seeing what's happening and you're getting those opportunities. If you're not, you're basically just attending an event, sit back, then when time comes, you're wanting to look for a job, it's too late because by that time, you know, either everything's taken or the opportunities that are there are not much. David, do you also deal with the other side, which is the employer's relations? Is that you as well? Yeah, so I, I also deal with uh, our, our corporate partners on the employer side, um, helping them work with our student chapters, our regional symposiums, and our conventions. You must hear, you know, their point of view. Um, can you share a little bit about some of the things that they tell you, some of the inside information in a sense of what they tell you that they're looking for students or, you know, for me, when, when some of the things that I hear is that students not having a clear understanding of what they want to do, but we'd love to hear what you hear. Um, and that, so a lot of our corporate partners, you know, the fact that they're coming to your campus or attending alpha events, that means they're looking for diverse candidates like yourself. So that's, you know, at the forefront, that's the first, first step. They're there. They want you. Now, as a student, what I hear is they're looking for individuals who are prepared, who are competent, who are interested, and who want to really step up for the opportunity. But at the same time, I also hear from them saying, we met some great candidates. They just don't know how to interview. We met some great candidates. They have the credentials, but 
They don't know how to tell their story. And so that's where that preparation, and that's why we emphasize through our student chapters that they have workshops on career readiness, on resume writing, on interview skills, on telling your story, so that that's halfway. You know, if you got your GPA and your chapter's helping you prepare for these things, then you're already prepared to go meet with those company representatives and you can compete on an equal footing with everybody else they're looking for. You mentioned, and I think we talked about this not um, last time we spoke on the phone, we talked about that there is this, you know, the secret of this career fairs that happen at like the convention or the regional symposiums where you have this tier one companies, like fortune 50 companies that might not hire at like the university of central Florida. They're, they're, they're hiring at Ivy league schools, but they're attending your events. And so as a student that might not be in those tier one universities, you have access to this companies that don't recruit in your school. So I, I want you to talk about that because I think that's a, a hidden secret that every student should take advantage of. So it's always interesting where um, sometimes I hear a recruiter tell me, you know, we haven't quite, you know, um, found enough qualified Latinos to hire. And so I ask them, well, you know, which campuses are you visiting? And they tell you, well, we only go to these 20 campuses or we only go to these 10 campuses. And so, you know, some of it may be budgetary. Some of it may be driven by, you know, their own mission. Some of it is by driven by their own partners or, or company CEOs as to where they're focused. And so the opportunity that presents itself with Alpha is that we're bringing these companies that may only be recruiting in these 20 campuses to meet with students who like in our Northeast regional, we had 65, student, uh, 65 universities represented at that one event. So it gives the opportunity for students who otherwise would not be meeting with these, you know, Fortune 100 companies to come to an alpha event, which by the way, our regional symposiums are free for alpha members and have an opportunity to interview, to have their resume look, be looked at directly from a recruiter on site rather than through a computer that you apply it and through, you know, some algorithm, you, you know, never make it to the desk of the recruiter. So that's the unique opportunity that Alpha has is that we bring together um, a, a great diverse number of students representing universities with companies that are Fortune 100, Fortune 500 that otherwise wouldn't recruit on those campuses. And you as a student have an opportunity to meet with them directly. In some instances, they're interviewing on site. In some instances, they'll contact you the week before because they get all the resumes of all the attendees one week before the event. So it's a great opportunity if you have a target company to be able to meet with those specific companies. And I'll use the example also because we call them regional symposiums, but you're not restricted. So if you live in New York, you can go to the Seattle Regional Symposium because they may be companies there like you know, a, a Boeing or Starbucks or Microsoft that may not be recruiting in New York, that if that's the opportunity you want, attend that event because that's where they're at. So you go to them rather than expecting that they may come to your campus or they may not come to your campus. That's amazing, and you're right. So I worked in PepsiCo for six years, and in, during that time, I did a lot of the campus recruitment here in Central Florida. And when I first was a student and I started working for PepsiCo, they have what's called core schools. And it's about 20 to 25 schools in which PepsiCo recruits out of, um, and they spend more resources. And when I was hiring a lot of students to come from PepsiCo, a certain percentage of all hires for PepsiCo from the college program had to come from those core schools. 
And because I was bringing so many in from my own university, which was not a core school, I had to work with one of the uh, HR vice presidents to make University of Central Florida a core school, which then allows them a whole nother bucket of resources to recruit on that campus. And, and I know that companies like PepsiCo, on top of those 20 campuses, they do partner depending on what they're going for, whether it's you know, one more minorities, whether they want more female, more diversity talent, they do go and recruit organizations like Alpha, which is, which is an amazing opportunity for students. And the fact that it's free for them if they're members, that is amazing. I actually have never heard that usually there is a cost um, associated with it. Maybe not a lot, but there's still a little cost. So how can you guys be able to provide that for free? So we have, um great group of uh, partners and sponsors who support our um, events and part of what allows us to keep our costs low is that we perform our regional symposiums on university campuses. So the membership um, for our students, um, we have a $30 membership, which actually has some great benefits aside from the regional symposium. $30 a year allows you to apply for scholarships that we, last year we awarded over $145,000 in scholarships to you 43 students, and then you get a discount to go to our national convention where we have about 50 some companies who are actually interviewing on site and making offers on site. So the $30 goes a long way with getting you um, access to a lot of opportunities within Alpha. That's amazing. And, and so David, if a student wants to start a chapter in Alpha, they go, uh, currently go to a university and there's no Alpha chapter, what's the best way to do that? The best way is visiting uh, alpha.org. Um, we have a section on student chapters and there's actually um, the four steps on creating a chapter on your campus and applying to become a chapter on your campus. It's, it's fairly simple. Once they fill out the interest form, I get that, we schedule a call. Then the part that takes just a little longer is whatever process on their campus it takes to launch a chapter. Uh, from our standpoint, once they've met all the criteria, they submitted the application, they're recognized on their campus, it probably takes seven to 10 days to approve an application. Amazing. Uh, David, I want to go and talk a little bit about different options in your career. I, I know we have talked about earlier about um, how students sometimes have such a narrow approach in, in saying, I want to go, I'm, I'm an accountant and I want to wor work at a big four. Can, can you explain or, or talk a little bit about why they should maybe keep their options open? I think, you know, when, when, when looking at careers, you know, and, and sometimes students make decisions and saying, I want to go into this career because um, my, my brother is in that career or my father's in, in that career. And it's always interesting because I get the question, you know, I've gotten the question over the past 20 years saying, you know, when you were growing up, you know, what, did, what career was your, what was your career choice? I had no career choice because I was working in the fields and nobody in my family had ever gone to college. So I was, you know, I didn't know what to do or where to go until I actually got to college and I went to a liberal arts school. So I got to experience, you know, a whole bunch of stuff in college, but I always tell students. So, you know, in some ways I had the, the, it was to my advantage that I had a sort of a clean slate and I could decide what I wanted to go and what I wanted to be as I you know, grew up. But I think for students, um, it's always interesting that, you know, that you go into college, this is a career I want. They stay focused and that's reinforced by the department and the professors and the sort of, you know, this is where you need to work. This is where you need to work. And many students do it because they get caught into that whirlwind. And so what I tell students is explore your options, whether that be through an internship, um, through research, through an externship. 
um, inquire from other departments, inquire from other companies, uh, shadow individuals. You know, don't do it for your parents, don't do it for yourself. I mean, do it for yourself, don't do it for your parents or a professor. So keep your options open with regard to careers. I come across so many students who have um, stayed so focused on, I just wanna work for this company, and then when they don't get hired, it's a total letdown and they're depressed and they don't know what to do and they've never looked at other options and they're lost. And so I just, you know, that's the one thing I want to reiterate is, you know, it's great to have a goal. And if you want to work for a big four or you want to work for, you know, this Fortune 500 company, stay focused if that's what you want. But also explore other things. And even within those companies, you know, there's so many opportunities within companies that you might not have thought about that you were just focused because that's what your professor was in and you were, you know, that's what you were taught and that's what he spoke about and it sounded exciting experience things for yourself through an internship. So internships are extremely important, but also through Alpha, through the network of professionals that our students engage with, ask individuals with different professions. If you can, they can mentor you, if you can shadow them, but just stay, you know, the opportunities are there, but explore before you just close and say, this is all I want and I'm not gonna, because then if you don't get it, then, you know, what's the next step? And that's the, that's the unfortunate part about just, wanting one thing and not keeping your options open. That's some amazing advice, David. David, um, what, what about a career? I know we talked about a career in the nonprofit space. What do you think are some of the advantages that students might not have see just from looking at, at, at a quick glance at it, but what are some of those advantages or hidden positives of building a career in the nonprofit space? Yeah, it's, it's always interesting that sort of the perception from the outside of working for a nonprofit is, you know, you're, you're working for the mission and, you know, not the money. And so, you know, it, it's all about, you know, your passion and that's what you're following. Uh, but, you know, the reality is that they, there are nonprofits, national and international nonprofits, you know, around the country and around the world who are major corporations and you can work for them and still have a great career and still make a lot of money. So I'd say also, you know, that's the opportunity while you're in college, volunteer for these associations. I, you know, worked for the American Heart Association, which is a great organization making some great impact on heart disease and research. And, you know, I stumbled upon it, had a great career there, uh, moved on. But I would just say for students, when looking at careers, also explore and volunteer in national nonprofits or even local nonprofits. Uh, that's, you know, those, there are hundreds and thousands of opportunities within your own backyard that you might have looked at. So just explore nonprofits. Excellent. So David, you know, we're wrapping it up. We're almost at 30 minutes and here's the reality, right? Most students that listen to this are multitasking. They're either driving or they're at the gym, but if there's one thing, one takeaway from this episode of the podcast that you want students to take away, what would that be? I would say join an organization. Well, I'm going to have to say two. <laughs> say, say two, say two. Uh, join an organization because that's going to be building your network on your campus and beyond. And the other one is do not forget to visit your career centers on campus. That is your pathway for trainings, for internship opportunities, for career opportunities. Students don't visit their career center until their senior year and it's too late. Build a relationship with your career centers on your campus but also join organizations that are either affinity organizations or any kind of type of organization that will connect you with opportunities on your campus or beyond for your career. And we have professional chapters. So once you join a student chapter, 
then you graduate with Alpha. If you move to New York, you have an Alpha chapter. If you move to LA, you have an Alpha chapter. So, you know, join your student chapter and stay connected for the rest of your life. Amazing, amazing. David, how can students connect with you? What's the best way? The best way is through uh, LinkedIn. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm active on LinkedIn, posting about our chapters and scholarships and stuff. So find me on LinkedIn. And also um, just through our website. If you want to start a chapter, go through there. If you want to ask me a question, uh, send me a message on LinkedIn. But it's, it's been great to speak to you and always happy to provide insight and value to our student members and to individuals out there. So thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an awesome episode. It's really, really great content. Um, you made some very, very solid points. And I'm really excited uh, for students to listen to this and, and hopefully join student organizations and even, and even Alpha. So, David, thank you again so much. And for everybody listening to this podcast, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. If you're listening to me right now, you, my friend, have made it to the end of the podcast. I want to take some time to thank you and congratulate you for being different and taking control of your career. Doing things like listening to this podcast, putting yourself out there and building the experience needed to land your dream job is what's going to set you apart and not be just another statistic. So great job. Keep it up. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.